like usually I bring songs that are like, man, this lyric like really got me, touched me, or like changed my life. I don't know what it was. There's really not much to this song, <laughs> but, but I love it. <laughs> kind of, you know what? That's what that was going to be your it future. It was like the precursor to my life. Foreshadowing. Yeah, right. Go Thanks, back, Franz Ferdinand. Gosh, I should have taken that that hint. Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Hey guys, I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. In case you forgot, this is Design Speaks. Episode 56. (laughs) 56! Surprise, we're here! We didn't... We didn't fall off the face of the earth. Like you might have thought. If you've been following me, you know that wasn't actually the case. And you will also know, the last time we recorded, I did not have bronchitis. It turns out it wasn't bronchitis. If you listened to the last episode, she, that was a very big misdiagnosis. Misdiagnosis. I had had a collapse lung, guys. It was was 60% collapsed. Um, I didn't know it. They didn't catch it. And then the... uh, x-rays and so went into the er thinking i just had maybe pneumonia uh pulled me in and told me if i didn't have some some surgery immediately that i could die that was kind of scary yeah this sounds (laughs) like a joke it's not (laughs) it's funny now to like be like really you missed that you missed my lung being 60 percent like not working it's kind of it's kind (laughs) of crazy to think like oh man should i just never go to urgent care but I know that's not the case (laughs) yeah so so just like a I'm trying to I'll try not to go too deeply into like tons of details because there's a lot to this story but the basic thing about this and I think I'm gonna try and give the the medical professionals that misdiagnosed me to begin with a little bit more credit um what happened to me is called a spontaneous pneumothorax which basically means a random lung collapse and it usually only happens to males age 20 or younger who are over six feet tall. I am 36, a woman, and I am five foot three. You can say four. I'm. It's like and a half. three and something, but yeah. I won't cheat. So I'll just you... say three. I don't match any of those parameters. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have any reason to think that my symptoms would be related to a lung collapse. Yeah, that's and not I what wasn't, they're looking for. I didn't have trauma. Like when, I wasn't in a car wreck. <laughs> and when they did the x-ray, that's not what they were looking for. Right. So, so you could see it. Like we went back and looked at it later. You can see that it's there. Like the collapsing is happening. The collapsing is happening, but they didn't, it wasn't enough at that point for them to really notice. And if you're not looking for it. You could kind of miss it, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm trying to give them some yeah. credit. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but so anyway, so that happened. It was a long process. Um, if you follow my Instagram, you probably saw some posts when I was in the hospital. I was there for 25 days. Holy moly. Um, three tubes in my chest. A third, like a major open my chest up, pull ribs apart, take my lung out of my body kind Gosh. of surgery. And uh, yeah, breathing was not fun for, well, it's still not that fun. Yeah, we... <laughs> All that to say, the process is not done yet. The journey is not done, but it seems like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. The end is near. The end is near. I like to think. Yes. And so um, you'll be heading out in a few weeks to Palo Alto, California. To Stanford have, Hospital. To have another, to have a surgery. Another procedure to mm-hmm. help with hopefully preventing this from reoccurring that's that's the hope because it could still it could happen in the same lung or the other lung and uh, we're not sure exactly what the cause is i won't go into all those details but we're gonna do some some hopefully some fixing and finding soon um so we've been gone for a little while we were we we had some thoughts about whether we should do some short things maybe do something here and there but we yeah, just how do you kinda, deal with yeah this in terms of we're podcasts? just gonna try to be back yeah so right now <laughs> We're, we're here, and we're so glad that you're here with us. Yes. So thanks for listening. Um, thanks for being patient. Yes, and uh, not hopefully not deleting us from your podcast. Don't app. do it. I would or just, be so sad. Maybe if you did, you know what? It's okay. Just go resubscribe. That we're easy. Back. We're a click away. Um, be sure to keep up with Brandy at, on Instagram at Brandy C, and that way, or even at your personal mm-hmm. Instagram, me Brandy C. Yeah. If you really care about what's going on with like my my crazy side of this story 
you can it's there find it yeah. on me brandy c instagram otherwise we're gonna we're gonna try to just keep this normal now from yeah. here on out i think as much as possible because that's going to be a huge part of my life still probably for a little while but um i've i've definitely got some things that i've learned and grown in creatively mm-hmm. mentally yeah emotionally and that i can share with you guys during this whole process so on this episode we're going to be going into that a little bit and we're going to be talking about how we can create like a child. And that sounds super basic, but try it, and it's not. So um, we're going to be going into that a little bit. Until then, stay tuned, because we have our weeks to talk about. And we've had just one really, really long week. <laughs> we're just going to call the last, like, three months our, week. our last week um, and try not to keep you here all day. Yeah, and I don't know if you even know this but since you've been out and taking care of yourself which is good I've been very busy I don't feel like I've had any downtime and I think a lot of that is due to work um we've been on the go nonstop. I've had really really long days into evenings into early mornings um, and you have a new side project a side hustle a side hustle do I Yes. What is it? I can't Nuclear family. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll go into that. I totally (laughs) forgot. Um, Thank you. I totally spaced that. That's another thing. That's a big thing. That's That's a big big time time grabber. Yes. Um, So work has been insane, but good. It keeps me really, really busy and the weeks fly by. Um, I've I've been able to like dabble in camera work which is fun. So I'm like looking all professional with holding a camera and filming people (laughs) and telling them what to do. It's been fun. Um, but other than that, I have been taking on a new side project. It's You can go follow us on Instagram. We're doing a, it's a small budget, um, low budget production called film nu- production, film production, um, new nuclear family, not like nuclear and you C-L-E-A-R. It's new, like new girl, new clear family. Like and, clear eyes. Clear eyes. Yeah. Um, so nuclear family. I, I'll link it in the show notes for you. Do it. Um, <laughs> it's going to be tons of fun. We just got our cast and we're getting into the legwork of it, which is filming days, getting to know the cast days, getting locations locked. And we, we will also be starting a Kickstarter, which we have a very high goal for. So it, I was just going to say, is this just for fun or it, for like a film competition or something? It's for fun as well as experience and making someone else's dreams come true, which is always fun for me. I get to, I was called on as first AD. So which for first assistant director, there you go. Um, which is I'm a, an assistant. I'm the first assistant to the director. You're the assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, basically <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. So it'll be, it's going to be a lot of work, but I know I have a great group of people that I get to work with. I've enjoyed meeting all of the cast and it was a lot of fun casting them. It's fun to follow. I didn't even know that it was a thing because you've been busy and I've been recovering. So we honestly haven't seen each other a lot. No, So a lot of this, I've been following Michelle. So you should follow Michelle too. (laughs) Go follow me. (laughs) Michelle Bransfo. I'll also link it. Um, Then... In the midst of all this, I've been learning about myself, and it's been so good. Gosh, um, you're so conceited. Just I know, kidding. man. I am so awesome. Uh, <laughs> I just, I know it's been out there for years and years and years. I know this, but I just recently decided to figure out my Enneagram type. Enneagram is another one of those personality tests. But it's not like. But it's what it's it's, it's not like what what a. Disney princess are you? Yeah, no, it's very, it's pretty extensive. (laughs) It's a little more scientific. Yeah. A lot more. A lot more scientific, and it's one of the legit ones um, close to the Myers-Briggs, but I'd say even a bit more in-depth than that. Um, So I found out my Enneagram type, which, just in case you're wondering, is a type 9 wing one, and I have been learning about myself as well as my friends, and I think that's always helpful in friendship as well as to know about, and the reason it's so good to know about yourself is because things that you kind of don't want brought to your attention are there and now you know about it. Helps you be a better person, you know, ultimately. Helps you be more a well-rounded person. Yeah, we're gonna, we've been talking off air a lot about this just amongst ourselves. So we're thinking about doing an episode on that once I have a chance to look more into like detail. I know I'm a three with wings of something. 
Yeah, I think you have two wings. I have two wings. But e- two equal wings. Yeah, but three is the So it's dominant. a four. No, a two oh. and a... I don't know. I don't remember. But Anyways, I'm a three. Mm-hmm. That's I'm pretty heavily you're a three. A very strong a very and sh- <laughs> pretty healthy three. Very strong three. Um, so it'll be fun for us to kind of talk about that a little bit more and mm-hmm. maybe how that relates to people, to creatives, mm-hmm. to um, you professionally. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So yeah, I'm really excited. I love so it. You can so hold much. your horses on, on all the excitement that you have. I know, just boiling up inside you to talk about that. I know. <laughs> I, and, well, and here's the thing: I'm learning slowly, but I think that's good because I'm retaining the stuff that I'm learning. And uh, I haven't retained any of it. I read it all like in one night, and then I don't remember anything. Exactly. So go back and refresh your memory. And while you're at it, go find out your type. They're important, and they're really – It's the, the test is a little hard to read at first, honestly. I, the reason I didn't really get into it in the beginning was because I didn't know how to read the results. Mm. So now that I do. Well, we'll go into all the details later and give you guys, like, the websites and the, link, the yep. like, really good links because there's, like, a paid-for one and a not-paid-for one, and it's, like, kind of convoluted, but we can help you with that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Other than that, I've been listening to a lot of great music. I got to see um, – I got to see our boy Vespertine in California. I was out visiting a friend, and while I was there, he was there. So I went to go see the concert. It was so much fun. Um, so jealous. It was it was good times, but that's not my song of the week. My song of the week is a new release from John Mayer. I loved the song before I saw the music video, loved the song even more after I saw the music video. I love when that happens. Yeah, it's good. I haven't seen the music video. It's interesting. You may or may not like it. It's good. When you say interesting, that scares me. Yeah, um, I'll talk about it more after this. This is New Light by John Mayer. definitely heard it and seen it and I love it the video is so good if you don't okay if you don't follow John Mayer on Instagram you should you need to he is so funny um and he he posted a he posted a kind of like a blurb about this video and why it's like this um he said I needed to make a video for new light but nobody could agree on a budget, so I went to a place downtown and made this with a company that usually does birthday and bar mitzvah, video, bar mitzvah videos. Link in bio. <laughs> if that gives you any clue to how this video might look. Oh, I don't even think anyone has any idea. Oh, my but gosh. you need to see it. It's so good. So and I, when I saw this video and heard the song together, I was thinking, how does this guy, like, how did this guy feel when he was making this? Because... This video is one of those videos that looks like it was supposed to be bad, but if this song and video totally just failed and just like, you know, you could fell almost flat, blame it on the video. Yeah. You you could blame it on the video, but I wonder like how that would have made him feel. Yeah. Like what fears was he kind of going through while doing in this creative process of creating the song and then making this video or did he not care? I don't know. I feel like he probably did. He probably did. cared. Yeah. Cuz all his stuff's really high quality. Yeah. The thing that I was thinking is it feels so freeing and like the song feels freeing. And then you see the video and you're like, yep, 
<laughs> just him and his PJs. It's very free. Or something. I don't know if that's what he sleeps in. Or if it. that's what he wears out because he's rich and he can. <laughs> he's like, whatever, I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go check out the video if you care to. It's good. Um, but yeah. I may I may add him to my very, very short list of celebrities. Yeah, I you follow. follow like five people. Yeah. So five we'll see. famous We'll see people. if he can hold up to my my standard. He's worth a try. <laughs> he's worth a try. So go ahead and do it. What about your... My time. Time. <laughs> I want to say week. My Weeks, month. Months. Tell yeah. us about your months. So it's really hard. Um, to be honest, a lot of the medication I was on messed with my, my brain and my memory and my just life cohesion. So I can't really remember a lot of things. Um, and I don't want to go in too much in t- until we talk about today's topic because that's the majority of like what I can think of. But um, something that I, I have really wanted to share with you guys is that like, as you've probably heard over the course of this podcast, that I hate silence mm-hmm. and um, I don't know how to sit still and just do nothing, just watch TV or just listen to music or whatever the just is. So I, in the process of having to recover from this and not being able to do anything by no choice of mine, like I have honestly come to a place where I don't need something like making noise like music or something all the time. Is that wow. shocking to you? That's very shocking. But um, going back to the Enneagram type, we found out that you are a type three, the achiever. Yes. You get things done and you're constantly like going, Trying to forward. figure out how I can. Yes, moving forward. <laughs> so your situation for the past few months has made you stretch in ways that you didn't want to <laughs> yes so the the one thing i can say about the months besides what we're going to talk about today is that like i have learned how to be at at the very least like comfortable with like a little bit of silence mm-hmm. and actually just like listening to the whatever noises are around me um whether that's outside and dumb things like <laughs> so, so like, it's not hippie. dumb it's really- like like the, the birds, birds <laughs> or I'm like, oh, there's birds in my yard. Or you have a train that passes. A train, like stuff that I hear but don't hear because I don't care because it's not feeding my brain. Right. Like music feeds my brain. Um, it feeds my need for non-silence. Yes. And will you listen to podcasts and also audiobooks? Audiobooks and stuff. And I just haven't been like feeling super drawn to that need, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, I don't know if that's going to keep once I'm feeling better. <laughs> Once I'm back to feeling like me, Um, I've also like been able to just like watch a show. What? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. Can I come watch shows with you? I'm probably still (laughs) not going to cry for This Is Us. That's okay. You don't need to cry. (laughs) But but, um, I don't, it's not, this isn't something I've ever experienced with you personally, but I hate it when other people are, I'm watching a movie or something with people and they're like on their phone. Mm. or they're doing other things because I feel like they're not experiencing this with me. It's true. And I think when it's a movie, even old me, I'm just going to say new me because I feel different. (laughs) Um, Before it was like, if it's a movie that I haven't seen that I'm really interested in, I'm not going to do something else. Yeah. Basically, if it's any kind of TV show... You're on the phone. I'm doing, or... I'm I'm posting to social media. I'm You're working. drawing or working. You're achieving. I'm achieving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm threeing. You're threeing. And <laughs> I'm over there nining. nining. Yeah. <laughs> threeing sounds weird. I've made my my type into a verb. So I'm, I'm like, I'm nining right now. Sorry. And that's usually like the negative parts of being a nine is <laughs> that's when I'm nining. <laughs> so... Those that's that's what I'll I'll throw out for now. I'm sure that I will at some point when my brain returns come back to other things that I've thought about yeah. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that's actually kind of like a, a huge deal for me personally to just like not freak out when Kenny doesn't have the radio on in his car. Mm-hmm. Oh like, gosh, how like does I he would drive get in like, silence? Like major anxiety. Like and that's not really there now. I know so many people who drive in silence or Kenny with. Can do it. Yeah, I, it's freaks me out that that's the one place that I always have music on I don't understand people who decide to drive with nothing on he says sometimes he'll drive the whole way home which is about a 40 minute commute mm-hmm. and just forget yeah like, till he gets home that like oh I didn't have anything on that's I don't know how that works that's I, still not me <laughs> there, there there are times where I'm driving and the radio is on I listen to the radio um not not usually Spotify or anything because yeah. I feel like there's too much pressure in me choosing what song I'm going to listen to it stresses me out so I listen to the radio discover weekly I'll sit five minutes through commercials and be mad at myself that I just sat through all those commercials I'm like no 
I've wasted five, that's at least uh-huh. two songs of music. That was ten minutes of my life. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that's that's about it for now. Like, um, we've we've had to travel um, to San Francisco again because um, mm-hmm. it's near Palo Alto one time already. Um, to go get my medical consultations. We're going to have to go back again like this next week, like we talked about. Um, And I get a lot from those trips. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm learning to love San Francisco more. I know I sounded real (laughs) weird about it the last time. But that's because you were sick and you didn't know how to feel. But it turns out you weren't I wasn't actually sick. At all. Yeah, so um, San Francisco's really growing on me. That's a a car, guys. That's probably the neighbor. He just... uh, he just re—I don't know what you do with cars. He like muffler? refurbished a beetle, like a VW Bug. I think refurbished, refurbished isn't the right word. No, it's not. It's not. We love cars. <laughs> We're like gearheads here. Yeah, I'm surprised I even know that word. Um, they had an old VW, and it's loud, and they work remodeled. on it, and now it's we working. Did. We did. So we that's what you just heard. Remade. I have no idea. Okay, remodeled. Sure. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> if what, you guys know what that what that term is, hit please us up, let, us, let know. us know. Oh my gosh, um, your so, song. So my song is actually a song that I was planning on bringing on the episode that we never got around to back in March. March. <laughs> so I just decided to keep it because I still really love this song. Um, I don't think it's his newest anymore or their newest, Franz Ferdinand's new-ish oh, okay. song called um, Lazy Boy. And I like it a lot, so here it is. I'm a lazy boy. me of <laughs> no we are the pirates who no, don't do anything yeah. <laughs> just the concept of the song yep and it's it's a pretty lazy song yeah <laughs> like the lyrics aren't deep like usually i bring songs that are like man this lyric like really got me Touched me or like changed my life i don't know what it was because as you know i listen to my discover weekly all the time to see mm-hmm. what new music is out there and stuff and this one started playing and i was like there's really not much to this song, <laughs> but, but I love it. <laughs> kind of, you know what? That's what that was going to be your it future. It was like the precursor to my life, foreshadowing. Yeah, right. Go Thanks, back, Franz Ferdinand. Gosh, I should have taken that that hint. You're like, okay, <laughs> I got to be the lazy girl now. Lazy girl. That's what I felt like. Like I, I've, I've had to really work mentally through a lot of things because I, I find my, I find my value in my achievements, uh-huh. whether that's getting the podcast done or whether that's getting a blog out or or just like getting dressed and combing my hair in the morning that's like an achievement Mm -hmm. you know um so being lazy feels like a failure in my life like if I'm lazy I am failing at life and that's so funny because I am the person who's like I had me time today and that was good. And me time for me means I got a lot done. Yeah, nothing. I got nothing like, done I, for I me read, time. I read, even if me me is like reading, how I gauge how successful that me time was is, okay, but how much did you read? Oh, yeah, see? Like nope. you only read like a chapter. That's not good enough. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I picked up a book today. And <laughs> Looked at the I back. Started, <laughs> I started reading and then I took a nap. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I've been taking lots and lots of naps 
25 days in the hospital, you do a lot of sleeping. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of TV. Yeah, I caught up on those on But those shows. I did get to spend a lot of quality time with my husband because he's amazing and he spent every Moment. waking minute with me there, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So I do think, yeah, this song was one of two that I was thinking of bringing the last time and I had written it down and I was like, I still really love this song. That's good. I've, I don't really listen to Franz Ferdinand. It's I've not because he's bad. The only song I've really known is Take Me Out. Oh, yeah. And that's like the f- that's famous like one. The big one. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, maybe I'll check him out some more. Yeah. So um, I know that there are those of you out there who have um, commented on things and messaged me saying that, like, you've missed our music recommendations. Yes. So there you go. There's a few. We're back. Yay. Even though these, well, my song's not really new. I mean, I <laughs> guess mine is about as new. It probably came out like a month and a half ago. So. Okay. Well, it's there. It didn't release like today or yesterday. So. So, music's back. We're back. Like we said in the beginning, we're talking about how to create like a child. And um, when, what does that mean? What does that mean? What, what does it mean? <laughs> um, I think when we're trained or we've been doing something for a while, we kind of lose sight of how freeing it can be. And we just do things to get things done. So, my question for you that you've had time to think about, a little bit of time to think about. A lot of time to think about. <laughs> um, is how do we create as carefree as a kid, but with the knowledge that we have. Ooh, there's a little wrench in there. I didn't realize you were going to take it that direction. Sorry, let's go Let's go with, what have you been doing to create as a child? No, that's okay. <laughs> it's just something more to think about. Um, I got to start with, like, for me, um, because as you guys know how I am with my process and planning and all the things, even though, like, I feel like um, there's freedom in what I do always – I feel like boundaries force you to be more creative. So I like when there's boundaries. I like when there's like, I need this particular thing. So it's hard for me even to be creative like a child, even though I feel like I'm always creating because children don't really have maybe a picture in their mind of what they're going to draw until they start drawing it. Mm -hmm. Or if they're going to color a picture Like if I sit down, I sat down to color with my kids yesterday and I sat and looked at it and thought, what's my color scheme going to (laughs) be? That's still planning. Yeah, that's planning. They don't do that. They just go, what color do I want to use now? And Caden was coloring a tiger. He colored like the coolest rainbow tiger. I could never do that. Like it would take, (laughs) it would take more work for me to like color like a kid than to plan. Like, for me, it's less effort to think of my color scheme than it is to think, how can I do this without a color scheme? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, and I don't do well with color schemes. I'd have to look up a color scheme online. So I can do what he's doing, but that's just because I don't really have that knowledge in the forefront of my mind. Right. So I will answer your, you know, with the knowledge the I have. Later. Later, I guess. But um, something that I, I was, I've always wanted to to try doing is do more like do more painting i've i've dabbled in watercolors i stink at it but it's fun anyway mm-hmm. i've been doing that for like three years um but i decided when i got home from the hospital i was like man i have all these acrylics and i used to be like decent at doing acrylics um maybe i should do some acrylic stuff but then i then i hit this wall of like but what am i going to paint mm-hmm. i'm not i can't like just do a still life because that's lame i would not put that up in my house like what would i actually like to create and I think okay I love abstracts like I love modern art and abstract art I also love really classic art but that's not I can't create like Renoir so it's that's like, not an option why why try to replicate it It'll yeah look like the person who tried to like restore that Jesus picture right. years ago yeah so I'm like okay so I can do an abstract also I have a lot of really intense feelings right now about my life that mm-hmm. I actually don't even know how to articulate verbally I can't even figure them out mentally so how can I try to get something out on in creating that's not design driven because I don't have a client right now. I don't even feel like I have the brain power to approach like a poster design just for my own enjoyment like I could mm-hmm. before with like an Alice poster or, you know, I was going to do some stuff with the books that I yes. love. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten around to that obviously because of all this, but I have had plenty of time to do that. But my mind has not been in a place where I could even approach doing something that cool. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, what can I do that feels like freeing, like creating like a child? Like what would my 
daughter do? She'd just get a blank piece of paper out and paints and just do something. Mm -hmm. So um, I still can't quite do that. I still went onto my Pinterest (laughs) and was like, um let's see some of the abstract stuff that I've pinned that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of give myself like a mental direction for like, do I want to do stripes? Do I want to do circles? And it didn't do me any good. Oh, okay. Because I'm trying to like, because then I start thinking, well, if I do that, then I'm doing it just like that person. And then I'm basically ripping off their work and mm-hmm. I don't do that. Yeah. So I just found myself like back in the same spot. Finally, I just was like, okay, I have all these old acrylics. I just told Kenny to get me some cheap canvases at Walmart. Just sat down, pulled out colors. Honestly, the first few came out kind of dark because I ended. I have like an unreasonable amount of burnt umber. Yeah. And, and so- I don't know why. It's like a dark, weird brown. So I was like, I'm going to use this first because I have a lot of it. Yeah. But I think it ended up looking like I was like in Are the really okay? dark place. <laughs> Are you okay? I remember one time I was in, I was in seventh grade and our... English teacher told us to write a poem. The specific detail I missed was that I had to write a poem about my life. Oh. So I chose <laughs> That's this. That's an important detail. Yeah. And so it made me look like I was really depressed because I wrote this poem. I just, for some reason, like this crab tree that was in my front yard kept coming to my mind. So I wrote a poem about a lonely crab tree. That sounds good. Until you Unless realize you realized it's about your life. About my life. And like, she loved it. She thought it was so amazing, deep. so deep. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I yeah. missed that detail. Yeah. So Kenny was like legitimately concerned. He came home and he was like, your paintings are really dark. And okay? I was like, oh, crud. Where's that yellow? <laughs> so then I'm I sorry. did. You'll see. I actually just posted it this week. The yellow painting that yeah. I did. That's like it's just yellow and white. Yeah. I just wanted to be like, I'm really not depressed. I'm fine. I'm fine. So the point of this is that for me, creating like a child ended up being honestly therapeutic in that I learned how to just do something without too much planning because I tried to plan it out because I didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, and I don't know if it's like something that's built into you to know how to just sit down and make an abstract piece. I think, I think that it's built, what's built into you is the need to know how. Yeah. Um, Or to do it right. And to do it right. The right way. Yeah. I'm a right way person. You are the right way person. While like children, like you said, your son just picks up the next color and goes. Because we don't teach kids that there's a wrong way to create. Yeah. Well, usually. Usually. (laughs) Yeah, some people do. But if you want to, you know, encourage creativity, you give them a blank piece of paper. You don't give them something with a drawing on Mm -hmm. it. You can, but that's just not the way to do it all the time. And even if you do like a coloring book, they still just do whatever the heck they feel like. The tiger doesn't need to be orange and black. It can be a rainbow. That's okay. Um, And so we know tigers are orange and black. Yes. So if we're going to stray from that, it's not going to be too far. It'll be artistically far. (laughs) But it's not. It'll it's be not a rainbow. Far-ish. Far-ish. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't you let, see what I did there? Isn't that so deep? Mm-hmm. But that's not what a kid would do. Right. And so I think the problem where I've been working through, and I'm still doing it. I haven't done a painting in a few weeks. But where I've found the problem to be is with my feelings. Um, because as I've said on this podcast, and I still believe is the case, like design isn't about your feelings. Design mm-hmm. is about solving problems. Mm-hmm. You don't solve problems with feelings. You solve problems with facts and troubleshooting things Mm -hmm. and so for me trying to solve the problem of this blank canvas I don't know how to do that with a feeling because if I'm painting what I feel like I don't know how to do that because I've been like trained myself to to not feel like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if I if I feel something towards this design does it work does it achieve the goals that it's supposed to does it communicate correctly Mm -hmm. and with these kind of abstract paintings it doesn't matter if it communicates correctly is it what I'm feeling right now that's so crazy because you talk about how um or we've talked we've talked about how you don't get connected to your work because it could be changed completely Mm -hmm. something like you can't you don't like emotionally emotionally attached attached to it it's not beneficial for anyone but how you're creating now is deeply attached. Yeah. Like, if someone doesn't like it, you take that personally. Right. And it's totally okay to take that personally. It's warranted that you would take that personally. Well, and honestly, I don't even know if I am. 
because like you and Kelly really love them. Oh my gosh, I think they're so cool. I'm like, can I have them all? And I make a wall, a museum in my room. And for me, I'm like, I almost feel like they're they're crap because I didn't put any thought into it. I just like sat down and like put paint on the thing. Like, but you and multiple people have been like, that's so cool. Can you make another one? And I've tried to replicate like the the brown one that you like. Uh huh. I can't because I, that, I did that one just on a whim, just did that thing. And I've tried to make three different versions of it with three other colors and I can't do it. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's also frustrating. frustrating to me because I did it with feelings. So that mm-hmm. means I can't replicate it because I'm not feeling the way I did that day. You got to get back down in those, those deep feelings if you want to do that. And you can't just get there. Right. So I think that um, the lesson to everyone out there is like, honestly... This has probably been one of the more, um, another really big growing thing for me. Last year, it was the James Victoria thing, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a version of this. It's like, don't think so much. Just do it. Just do the thing. And honestly, during this, I've heard his voice in my head so much. Like, what did he tell me with the mark? Like, he cussed a little bit. Yeah, like, Um, put down the... (laughs) effing whatever like just put down the ink just do it yeah because just you were so afraid to draw the yeah like i don't want to put i can't if i put my pencil down i have to do this well Mm -hmm. and do it really you know to this fluid and it needs to be perfect and i just would sit there with the paintbrush or actually i've actually really enjoyed working with the um the palette knife better i really like the palette knife better than the brush um i hear his voice i'm just like sitting there with the palette knife like and the paint and I just hear him like, just do, Go. just put it down, like just do the thing. And I'm like, okay. And then it, I'm like, hey, I kind of like that. But I actually have not been taking it personally. If people don't like it, I haven't had anyone say they don't like it. Kenny's kind of indifferent because he doesn't really like abstract he art. He doesn't like abstract. But I'm not yeah. taking it personally. He just doesn't understand abstract art, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Not everyone does. Um, but I think that it's, um, I'm, I'm excited to see after this, this season of my life how this impacts my design. Mm-hmm this attitude maybe even actually using my paintings in designs i don't know how this is i don't even know this is me still trying to be productive i'm like yeah i'm like there has to be to some purpose right now. to this right there is a purpose you're just freeing your mind <laughs> free your mind <laughs> yes there you go good job good job that's an old good that's job that's an old one yep um so anyways that's i think a really big lesson to be learned and if you have a hard time like me in getting there like just find a situation where you are where you have to like put yourself in that place where you just have to not do something in a on a professional level Mm -hmm. like it's it's been helping me you know back (laughs) in the day I want to say like nine or ten years ago my friends and I used to get together on a Friday night, maybe once every other week, maybe once a month. I can't remember what it was, but we used to have canvas night. And I... Like like the one where they do like wine and then they give you like, here's what it's supposed to look yeah, like. Yeah, except it was a lot more um, lenient where you didn't have to draw anything specific. So we okay. just all got together. We hung out. We had chips and dip and we'd paint. Um, and I, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how much I sucked at it. I was so bad, but I think I overthought it because I don't know how to do this. Well, Kelly, my husband, was amazing at it. Like, he was good, he was good at the abstract stuff. Yeah. There are people who drew real things and, like, check out this beautiful mm. hummingbird I just did. And, like, how did you do that? <laughs> Without looking at it. Yeah. Without like, they don't look at, at anything. And this is before the time of iPhones. So you did <gasps> not have easy access to anything. Wi Fi was not Man. around where we were. So we didn't have our phones to go to. We just all had each other and our brains. And so Kelly did whatever. But I was always so bad at it. And I think it's because I overthought it. I know it's because I overthought it. Yeah. Um, But just having those times set aside to actually go and do it. And like right now, I want to do it. I'm I'm already afraid of it, though. I'm like, I'm going to mix the colors wrong. I know. I am, too. And like the, the weird thing is like, I know how to use these tools. I know how to mix the colors. Like, I know all the things. And it just, like, doesn't compute for me to... I, I love abstract art. Mm-hmm. I love going to, to modern art museums and just staring at squares of color. Wow, check out that. And, color. like, trying to figure out, 
like why they did it or if they had a purpose. But then when it comes to me doing something like that, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm, I think I'm finally getting to the point where like I think I can just sit down and do this. Mm-hmm. I think it's worthy of note that people appreciate it too because you're like I don't know about this. I know. But then I don't we're even like, re- what? Yeah, that has been really affirming, especially because I either think they're lame or I think they're garbage. Like, and I just like pile them up. I have a pile of like 15 paintings that's just sitting there. But when people come over and see them, they're like, oh, these are really cool. And I'm like, really? And you're not even, look, you're not even seeking that like, hey, check out what I did. No. And the only reason I honestly am even sharing them on Instagram because is because it's the only thing I'm creating right now. Mm -hmm. And I want to share what I'm creating, whether that's designs or or non-designs. Yeah. And I mean... I always, I look, I try to look at it through your lens of maybe she doesn't like this because she knows more about it, but I don't know anything about it. I just know that I like it, but I don't know why. Yeah. Aesthetically pleases you. Yes. So I think, I don't know, like, what about, what about how do you, how have you been able to, in the, in the, in the time that you've been doing these acrylic paintings, how have you try to create like a child maybe you didn't know you were trying to create like a child but trying to create in a freeing way with the knowledge you have so i think that where the knowledge i have comes in is in my passion for color so um knowing that i shouldn't put brown and green in a painting you shouldn't why i mean don't if, if it's mixed wrong it looks like throw up poop oh, okay <laughs> like, i don't know, like um depending on um don't don't put too much pink unless you know i don't know there's just things you know that that i know uh you know with with color theory and stuff emotions that i know i was and this is where i think i did kind of do use what i know innately and not plan it where i just was doing it with my feelings at, at some level because there was pink isn't like a feeling i feel that makes I don't sense. feel if this it sounds really hippie. I don't feel pink. <laughs> like I can feel orange and yellow. I can feel blue and green and black and brown. But for some reason, pink doesn't resonate with me. And at one point, I accidentally put too much white into my red, and it looked pink. it looked like like magenta-y pink, and it didn't look right. And it actually made me feel kind of gross. <laughs> is pink is pink just in the world of color? Is pink more of a feminine color yes okay and i know that that's more of like a social thing thing. learned thing but it yes but we were talking a little bit earlier lovey yeah it's also love well that's that's you but we were talking earlier about how you kind of grew up a little bit tomboyish is that very maybe why you i mean i don't think so because my my dad always made a really huge deal out of valentine's day okay which is why it's my favorite holiday Mm -hmm. um and he my parents but my dad more so you know because girls and all that with their dads he was very affectionate with me physically um always said i love you stuff like that so i don't know what it is i've just always had this weird aversion to like that shade of pink got it so it wasn't that it was pink because i like blush pink yeah, blush is pretty. I like really deep, almost red pink. Okay. But it was like, for some reason, this exact pink. shade of pink with white mixed in just gave me these really weird, and yeah. I like did not like it at all. So I think using what I know, I think, is like, okay, well, if I'm trying to create something cool, purposely, cool temperature-wise, mm-hmm. I'm going to use the cool side and if I want to add in a hot color into that somewhere it needs to be complementary and it's not something I super think through mm-hmm. so that that is where I am creating with like instinct of a child where but it is based on what I know I'm not sitting there planning out my paints and laying them all out what I'm going to use necessarily it's like okay I just know that this is going to work together yeah and this feels right for how I'm feeling and that is so new to me that's so crazy I and I think this is the last question I have for you I think um in the, when you're when you're creating these paintings, um, you start out not knowing really what you're going to do. You might have a basic idea. When you get into it, do you have more of like an idea or thought behind what you're doing? Like even maybe a story or maybe an emotion. I don't know anything. Um, I think the past few that I've done, I've kind of been thinking from a real basic level of what I put this on my wall hmm. because. There, because for me, you know, like 
it's hard for me to create just for creating sake. Like I said, like it needs to have a purpose or I'm thinking, how can I use this yeah. in a design? But I'm try- I tried to like whittle that down even more. Like at the very basic, like at the very possible least, what would I do with this? Right. Put it on my wall, I guess. Like I don't really feel like anyone wants things. <laughs> but I guess some people want them. But and you're creating for you. Um, it's like, okay, would I put this up on the wall? Yeah. And that's basically it. Otherwise, it's like, okay, what have I like what have I seen in museums or on Pinterest or that other people are creating in like a certain direction that's like a feel that I like that maybe I can put my own take on. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a th- really the extent of my planning. Um, I had done a long time ago when I first started experimenting with watercolors and I put it up every Valentine's Day. It's just this progression gradient of red to white. And mm-hmm. you've seen it. I've always put it up. It's one of those and things it just you says, hate. And it just mm-hmm. says love. Oh, okay. And that's all it is. It was literally just me sitting down and just, I don't know what I'm doing. And just put three stripes, three or four stripes on the page and just let the water bleed out till it was clear. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of my favorite things. So that's why I started to do that other brown one was because I really just like how just like these things fade out. And I love the way the the white acrylic paint looks on the white canvas Mm -hmm. when it's so thick Mm -hmm. because it's white on white, but they're different shades of white. And the texture and I don't know something about it so that one I really really love yeah I think I've been really enjoying enjoying your um, acrylic paintings and why I just I think enjoy abstract a whole lot is because it feels um, it feel it feels satisfactory like it, it satisfies something that I don't even know how to explain like I almost feel like oh, yes, I get it, well, and I nines can't identify well see, with their feelings. See, and so I, that's why you register. And with I'm like, this. that's it. That is everything <laughs> in one. And so, I'm to me, it it satisfies. While I can look at a really brilliant picture of something that detailed with ton, tons of detail. It's definitely in a museum, and people love it. And I'd be like, yeah, I get it. It's an apple. Yep, <laughs> you did an apple. Great, but give me something a little bit more confusing and I I feel like I just I'm I'm overwhelmed with thank you for it it's weird yeah it's a and weird I thing. like like I like solving problems so for me when I look at abstracts at museums like I said I'm trying to figure out the problem of it mm-hmm. or like not necessarily like why did you do that like the reason Rothko's paintings and I don't think that um I think I told Kenny that just before we saw one in New York. Um, he's the one that just paints like the blocks of color next to each other. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and people without knowing are like, what's the big deal? But what he was trying to do was he was doing experiments in how colors look when they're side by side. Mm-hmm. So green looks different when it's next to red compared to the way it looks when it's by itself. Mm-hmm. Green looks different when it's next to blue, and so on and so forth. And so he wasn't just putting blocks of color on a paper. It wasn't mindless. It wasn't. And so it's like people are like, oh, I could do that. It's like, yeah, you could. But did you have the thought but, behind it? Yeah, but you didn't, for one. <laughs> and for two, were you would, would you have done it with this kind of like thought behind it? Mm-hmm. And not that I'm doing that either, but I think I, I hope to maybe after – all this craziness in my life is over. Go back to my stack of paintings and go, what was I? Maybe I was trying to solve some sort of problem with this and didn't realize it. Yeah. Ex- like examining your own paintings. That might be fun. Ooh. Or crazy. Where, what headspace were you in when yeah. you did this? Yeah. That's interesting. The one Kelly wants is extra strange. Oh, man. So. The, it's, that's, is that the people? The one that yeah. we call people? Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say people no, in a crowd. the depravity of man. Depravity of man. Is that what we've That's done? what Kelly said, and I was like, sure. You're like, yeah, I was... <laughs> That's what I was going for. That's another thing that's funny about abstract art is you can just call it whatever you want. And And all of a sudden, the title imbues meaning. Yes. Yes. And it's... And then you go, oh, I see it. I see the darkness. The darkness. All those empty faces. You need to post that one if you haven't yet. I I think you did. I did in a story. Yeah. yeah. But I I didn't talk about it. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's that's good stuff. If you have any... Man, sorry if that was a lot, you guys. No, but it's Probably really boring for everybody... I don't think so. I think this stuff is interesting. I don't know. Anyway, I have a friend who just moved to Prague, and I feel like if we interview her now, which would be great, 
um, we could say we interviewed somebody from Prague and she does this type of stuff. So, Yay! Michelle Marie. Oh, oh, yes. She moved to Prague. Yeah. <laughs> as of yesterday, maybe today. I was wondering when she was moving. We've been talking about interviewing her for a while. Yeah. That'll be extra crazy because she'll be in another country. Like, yeah, so this is my friend Michelle. She's from Prague. And it's crazy. She went there and she didn't buy a return ticket. Like, uh, that's so crazy and so cool. Anyway. I would do that. We've for, talked. For France. Yes. Oh, right. We've talked a lot today, a lot about a lot. And if you have any thoughts, anything, definitely tell us definitely speak them to us yeah i apologize if you guys have sent like reviews or notes to me that we would normally have read on this show they've gone lost in the shuffle and i can't promise that i will ever find them so if but they are appreciated yes we i did read them and i know that i appreciated them but um if you would still like to hear us thank you on the air live then please continue to send them. We love your encouragement. We love knowing you're there. We we don't do this just to hear ourselves talk. Like, Michelle and I talk a lot on we, our own. But on our we own. do this for you guys because we feel like we have some sort of possible knowledge that we may impart to you. Michelle, where can people find us? On all forms of social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, um, your Facebook, as well as your website, brandyc.com. Mm-hmm. Just like I think. Yeah. And yep. then you can follow Brandy on Instagram at Brandy C as well as any other platform. Yep. You as can well. also email me personally, Brandy at BrandyC.com if you feel so inclined. I feel like emails becoming the like letter writing. Like people don't even want to send emails anymore. I know, but I feel like it's a good form of communication. Long. It's a it's a paper trail that I, I still need in my life and I don't know how to get through because <laughs> I delete my texts and I file away my emails. Huge thanks to Vespertine for allowing us to use his song Shatter in the Night as the intro and outro to our podcast. And um, I'm hoping that we'll get to um, do one every week um, until I leave, but I leave like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So there may be like one more two week gap max and then we're back. And then we'll be really back. Yay! Because the next surgery I'm having doesn't have anything to do with my lung, necessarily. Nope. And so I will be able to breathe and talk. And it'll be good. And we have we have big plans for Design Speaks that have not been forgotten or looked over. And we're excited to continue with you guys. So hit us up with your questions. Let us know if you have anything, any new um, revelations that you've gotten That'd in the meantime. great. Love you guys. Bye. Fade in a grim mystique, but we go.